0: fomo my name's patrick mcginnis and i'll admit it i have fomo and since you're here i'm gonna bet that you do too but that doesn't have to be a bad thing if you learn to channel your fomo productively you can make the most of every opportunity while keeping your sanity in the process this is fomo sapiens after hours the snackable show about how you can make fomo a force for good Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of After Hours. It is Monday and I hope your week is starting off with a bang. Or if you're listening on Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, I hope it started with a bang. Today I want to talk about <laughs> a weird experience that kind of blew my mind a little bit. And I just, I've been telling everybody the story and people seem to think it's highly entertaining. But more than that, it also has strong elements of FOMO and persuasion and sort of just the psychology of getting people to do stuff. So I want to share that story with you today, but I want to tell a little preamble, which is about how people scam us. I had an experience a couple of years ago, it was actually a long time ago now, we're talking like 2006, I got out of a taxi in Soho, it was a Saturday night, probably 11 o'clock, I was going to meet some people, and this guy comes up to me and he says, excuse me, sir, I have a problem. I have forgotten my keys uptown. I can't get into my apartment and I need to because I work for this Broadway show called Sweeney Todd, which Sweeney Todd was kind of a thing back then. And I need to be able to get uptown right now to get back to the theater before they close it to get my keys. And I need some money to do that. And so I was like, whoa, slow down. And I actually, I was in a sort of an interesting position because my brother knew this guy, Michael Cerverus, who was the star. Not super well, but... They knew each other, the, my, the music circles of New York City. And we were actually going to see the show in a couple of weeks with my mom and she was coming to town. So I had a little bit of information. I knew who was in the show in terms of the stars and stuff. And I knew what it was about and all kinds of stuff like that. So I kind of quizzed the guy a little bit and he knew the, he knew the answers. He, he knew all about it. And so he said, you know, I need $35. And I thought to myself, well, that's a lot of money. But he said, listen, just give me your email. I'll email you later and then I can send you the money. And I thought, well, you know what? Okay. And I said to the guy, listen, I'm going to do this because you seem credible. And frankly, um, I'm going to do this because if you you don't send me the money and you never come back to me, I'm going to consider it bad for all society and for paying it forward. And you should know that I will be much more skeptical in the future of helping people out. So that's on you, man. Send me the money or else you're really like messing up karma. And then he gave him the money. He took off and... I never heard from him. And I remember my roommate at the time, Brad, I told him the story when I got home later that night and he was like, that guy's not gonna give you the money. He's from New York, Brad. He grew up in the city and he was right. So (laughs) the best part is that about three weeks later, uh, Brad was walking down the street and this guy approaches him, the same guy, with the same thing, except it was a different play. And he said to the guy, well, I thought you worked for Sweeney Todd and the guy ran off. So (laughs) that was pretty ridiculous. Anyway, after that, I was a bit more skeptical. But recently, about two weeks ago, I was walking down Fifty Eighth Street between Fifth and Sixth, and a man comes up to me, and he was—he uh, said he was from India, and he said he was a yogi, and we started chatting, and he said, uh, "You know, I don't know why I chat with strangers, but he said you have a very fortunate-looking face. You have three indentations on your forehead, which I, I guess I must have." And and that means that you're going to have a very auspicious year. And so I was like, well, that's very nice of you to say, sir, as I put my hand into my pocket just to make sure he didn't try to get my money. And because, you know, we're in New York, uh, these things happen. So people will talk to strangers in New York. So anyway, uh, but I'm, you know, I'm a friendly guy. So I just sort of chatted with him for a minute. And then he said, I want to show you something. And he pulls out this little wallet and he shows me a picture of some orphans. So he says... Uh, back in India. And then he pulls out a little piece of paper and he writes three things on the paper, crunches it up and puts it in my right hand. And he says, please close your hand around this paper. And I do it. And then he asked me three questions. His first question is, what's your favorite type of flower? And I was like, I don't really know, man. Like, I don't think about flowers that often. Um, But I ended up saying tulip. And then he said, what is something important that you're looking forward to this year? And I said, well, you know, I'm looking forward to hopefully exiting an investment that I had made. That would be really great. And then he said, you know, what, is you, what are you really focused on right now? And I said, I'm really focused on dating and, you know, just like getting back to normal life. And so, you know, that was it. And he wrote down each one of them as he, um, as, as, I, as I gave the answers. And then he said, please open your hand. And I, I did. And a little paper was there that he gave me earlier. And I opened it and it matched up perfectly. It said tulips, money, dating, right? So I was kind of impressed, to be honest with you. I was like, this guy is a pro. Tudo bem, meus queridos sapiens. Now that right there was Portuguese, and as you know, I love speaking foreign languages. But I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. but only for our listeners at babbel.com FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now I have watched enough episodes of America's Got Talent to know that there are mentalists out there and they find ways to, to figure out these kinds of things. It's not like I've, you know, I'm not necessarily believing the guy has some magical superpower, but I also respect the art. I respect the game. You know, when you see somebody play the game and they play it well, you got to love that. And so he then he said, can I have some money? I guess $35 is my number. I said, listen, man, I'll give you whatever I have on me in cash, which I knew was about 35 bucks. So I gave it to him and um and then he sort of like he sort of read my palm and he, turns out my palm is a good palm i'm going to live really long i'm going to have all the good things happen to me i'm having a great year you know it's just my palm was magical so i i hope that's true i have no way of knowing and and i'm not going to be going to a palm reader after this incident. But then we did the whole rigmarole again with another piece of paper. He wrote three things down. Then he crunched up in my left hand. And then we did three more questions. And once again, he hit him. And I was just like, wow, this this guy's impressive. Like maybe he should go on America's Got Talent because he's talented. And 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 so anyway, then the whole solicitation started like, oh, if, you know, I have three levels of giving the hundred dollar, two hundred or three hundred. And if, if you do that, I'll pray for you and I'll give you more predictions. And that's at the point where I was sort of like, I think we're good here. Like, that was interesting. I really appreciate what you did. And, and frankly, it was very impressive, but I'm not prepared to give you more money. <laughs> and then he said, uh, why not? And I said, listen, man, I don't have any more cash. And then he said, I take Venmo. You can just Venmo me, which <laughs> it's just so, I mean, brazen, but kind of awesome. So much love for the the hustle over there. And then I took off. But I was pretty shook because the last thing he said to me, by the way, this was the part that really blew my mind. On that little piece of paper, the second time around, he'd written a, a letter and he said, there's a person in your life you shouldn't trust. Never trust them with your money. And then, you know, he said the person's, the per, he said two names that he thought, you know, that 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 that, that, that letter began with. And one of the names is one of my closest friends and business partners. So then I was like, oh my goodness, I, what am I going to do? So I called that person. I told him the story. And then he said, no, it ha- can't be me. It has to be this other person we know. So regardless, I think we'll be fine. But that was, that did freak me out. I was sort of stressed out. In fact, I told my mom the story and she was like, you think he got all your bank account numbers? pretty sure he didn't but mom thanks for your concern uh, so far so good and so the, i just thought it was kind of crazy so then i got home and i looked on reddit and this is actually something that has you know is kind of well known across the world this is a scam it's called the indian yogi scam and uh, even though i kind of knew it was a scam i still just went along with it cuz it was highly entertaining and the so as i think about this you know i'm supposed to be the guy who I, who can spot fomo Stuff and in fact, there is a lot of fumo in this. There's really two things happening that he was deploying against me to get me to do things and give him money and all that sort of stuff. Just like the other guy, the the guy in Soho with the Broadway thing. Number one is he is using social proof. So the guy in Broadway, he was using a play. He knew enough about it that when I asked him some questions, he was able to speak about it in an intelligent way and sort of like you know, he, he he sort of played the game in a way that I believed he, he was who he said he was. Second, you know, when we talk about the the yogi, he was able to use his mentalist abilities to give me proof that he, you know, he did see something, that he, he could figure out things that were in my head. Now, how did he do that? I don't know. Like the tulips thing, I guess it's spring. I bet that there's tulips on that block where I was walking and so my subconscious saw them, but I haven't been up there. So if anybody's been on 58th between 5th and 6th, let me know if you saw them there. Second thing of course is scarcity. Both of them were deploying scarcity, which as we talked about with Robert Cialdini earlier this season, scarcity value. It's like, you know, this you only have a limited amount of time to do something and so if you don't do it now, you know, you have to walk away and so with this guy who wanted the money to go uptown to the Broadway theater, he's like, I have to go now. And then with the yogi, it's sort of like, well, I'm here, I'm gonna give you this. If you walk away, I'm not gonna pray for you and I'm not gonna tell you these secrets about your life. And and so you kind of have your pressure to make a decision in the moment and you sort of just give in because you're like, YOLO, I only gonna live once, might as well go for it. So anyway, I think it's important to know that these things are out there and happening and just be ready for when they come for you. And you don't necessarily have to freak out or be mad at the person. Maybe you just do what I did and sort of like go along for the ride. I mean, it was... Thirty-five bucks—it's not nothing, but I you know, it's Broadway still closed. And frankly, it was some of the best entertainment I've had this year. <laughs> and with that, if you have a similar story, or if you've actually been the target of either of these scams, get in touch with me. I want to hear about your experience. You can reach me at on Instagram at Patrick J McGinnis, on email at Let's Connect to Patrick and on Twitter at PJ So, with that, I'm going to wrap it up. Be careful this week. Don't let anybody try to scam you out of your money. (laughs) We'll see you on Thursday with a new episode of FOMO Sapiens. FOMO. Want more of FOMO Sapiens and After Hours? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis.